Good evening and welcome to the Orion Report. Reverend Rayathan here with what will be the first of many podcasts, bringing to you a mix of news, commentary, and insight from the Orion perspective. First of all, what is a Orion? Or what is Orionism? A simple search will reveal the answer to that question, and this is not strictly speaking a podcast about Orionism, but it is by a Orion from a Orion point of view. Ours is a unique perspective outside the many boxes, though over the years many have unfairly lumped us into several different categories. I would like to start each episode with a brief prayer. If you believe in a supreme being, a personal God who hears prayers and cares about humankind, I ask you to pray with me now. That is, I ask you to lift or bring your hands together, bow your head, and lift your inner vision to the infinite living white light of the divine, the I am that I am, as God identified his or itself to Moses on Mount Sinai so long ago. Eternal Emperor of the Infinite, Sovereign Spirit that is the ultimate source and destination, in the Emmanuel, God with us, we come before you, with humbleness and hope, and ask you to be present with us here now, and to guide us according to your will through our day, through our lives now and forevermore. Deliver us, O Supreme Parent, from the forces of error and evil at work within the world and within ourselves leading us through this dark era of human history by the power of your wisdom and your word, even unto immortal life among thy saints and angels, beyond the veil of this limited and temporary existence. Amen. Now, after that, I would like to proceed with a reading from our sacred text, the IA. And each episode I will include a brief reading from this text. Forward. The IA, I Am, is a compilation and concentration of writings and visions given to the scribe, spiritually called Uriah and Victory Mael, received between 1993 and continuing to 2021, the current year. Perhaps a hundred notebooks filled with spirit writings, as well as conversations and visionary revelations, have been boiled down into one wisdom work. The only intent is an epic and ascendant future for humankind, the reunion of heaven with earth, the coming of the kingdom. Uriah is not making any money off this, neither seeking fame or personal recognition or looking for followers, but is a hermit, largely anonymous and he has given away most of the books that have been distributed so far. He has never asked for or received donations, and neither does he act in the role of a leader, as this teaching is primarily one of self-initiation. Moreover, he does not claim infallibility or perfection, in need of God's grace just as any other human being. Permission was granted in the living light of God to re-edit and reorder the 2016 version of this work. The Spirit advised the name change to differentiate from past editions, the Elyon. The Spirit has never ceased to speak to the scribe in various guises and names, divine and holy, and with time and devotion in openness, the filter thins and clarity dawns. All earlier versions are to be regarded as obsolete. Note about the Bible. 
The Bible is referenced throughout this work for the reader's benefit and is regarded as a foundational message, but is not regarded as infallible, wholly divine, neither without the taint of both human and inhuman alterations. It is inspired, which is to say it came through human beings, human social and cultural filters across long period of time. It came from multiple people, edited and translated innumerable times by flawed individuals, many with specific agendas and worldviews, even racial bias, that guided their work. Moreover, in this revealing, the Bible itself is assigned to the archangel Michael, as the Quran is associated with Gabriel. This revealing is brought to us from Uriel. It is hoped that later priestly editions will include notations referencing parallels within other sacred monotheistic texts. The repeated reference within the Bible to human beings as livestock, grapes, and or a harvest is concerning, for such references would indicate that we are food, a major and central warning in this revealing. Indeed, this teaching is specifically trying to liberate souls from becoming food for vain vampiric entities, the false gods, spirits of idols, archons, demons, devils, etc. The inspiration of this podcast is found in the events we see unfolding around us in the current era. In a recent exchange with a group of strangers from both Europe and America, we were struck by a growing sense of disillusionment that many people of faith are feeling toward their religious leaders. Among those who were commenting were both Christians and Muslims, all of whom were speaking about how their teachers and preachers are promoting the vaccines, promoting the Green Pass, and other clearly non-religious agendas. I have become increasingly aware of a common spirit moving among those who oppose the COVID mandates. Something within them that transcends political party, religion, irreligiosity, something that informs them deep inside that there is just something wrong with what's been going on. An agenda that is forcing those who dissent towards the margins. This weekly report will address the struggle we face, stories of both wins and losses and the push to repel what is clearly the Great Reset Agenda. And what religious and spiritual people feel deep within themselves is a dark and tyrannical world government that is striving to take control of all of our lives. From the Orion perspective, we have, for nearly a year, been opposed to the mandates and passport, and consider the entire scheme both suspect and sinister. We are one of the few sects, though tiny, that have provided waivers to our members, and talking points around which to base the argument. Our sacred text is also very clear on this point in Monologue 35. In the coming weeks, we are going to address many aspects of what we call the agenda, from transhumanism to communism, from surveillance to the branding of all who oppose the agenda as domestic terrorists. We will also discuss with you a new form of intersectionality. By that I mean all people of faith and spirit must begin to find common ground and unite in a common cause of self-preservation against the amoralism and godlessness of this age. I recall a recent story, for instance, of a pro-life rally in which Catholics and evangelicals showed up, as did atheistic anti-life protesters. Instead of uniting for the sake of the unborn, the evangelicals began verbally attacking the Catholics as idolaters, 
The anti-life opposition got a real laugh out of that one, I'm sure. Though you will rarely hear anything about it in the mainstream news or even in the subcultural news outlets on television, there have been mass protests going on all over the planet against the Covidian totalitarian agenda, which is really just a Trojan horse for something called Agenda 2030, or the Great Reset, which is itself tied to the cause of transhumanism and world government, modeled on the United Nations and Chinese communism. Rather than a conspiracy theory, a simple Google search will reveal almost universal pro-great reset results, as it is openly talked about and put forward by the elites who now control much of the discourse and dictate the narrative, working hard to silence all dissenting voices. We saw the Supreme Court of the United States cancel Joe Biden's dictatorial push to weaponize OSHA against the scapegoats of the world, the unvaxxed. Local scapegoating continues in many parts of the country, most of it imposed in anti-democratic ways via executive orders from governors, mayors, and the president himself. There are many lawsuits in the pipeline, but federal circuit courts being either aligned to the Democratic Socialist Party or the Republican Plutarch Party have hindered the process. There are rumors, reports, of a move to set up quarantine camps in Washington state basically detention and re-education camps. And in Washington, D.C., the mayor has moved to place all non-vaxxed individuals under house arrest. In Europe, things are going much worse, as people are even beginning to have microchip versions of the green card implanted in their hands. While in Austria, Italy, Germany, and the U.K., we are passing ever more restrictions and penalties with threats of fines, jail, and social economic excommunication, segregating the scapegoats from vital services. Places like Norway, which have been previously resisting draconian measures, are seeing the government there bend the knee to the EU trend and ever harsher and more oppressive measures. Now, to be clear, the media has whipped up such fear and terror in the general population that the masses are genuinely terrified and panicking and going along with the agenda like good little drones. In Europe, there is little in the way of opposition news. Rather, there is only state-approved news as in places like Israel, Australia, and New Zealand, let alone China. Indeed, European governments have gone to great lengths to ensure that any view, opinion, or unapproved fact is blocked and discredited as disinformation. The so-called fact-checkers, worldwide, serve the leftist Great Reset globalist agenda at this point, which we Uriahns consider a de facto satanic dystopian world agenda. We use the term Bab-Sod-Rom. The point being that the masses of so-called Karens and Kens out there are just brainwashed and indoctrinated, and so to be pitied on some level, even though they have become increasingly violent and hateful. As sons and daughters of the One and Most High, we can but try to love our enemies, feel compassion and empathy for their plight. This does not mean lying down and being run over, but that our resistance is from love, not hatred love of God, love of humankind, love of the planet itself, and in hope of a great and epic future for humanity. Uranianism is not a pacifistic teaching, though neither terroristic. We hold to the ideal of the right of self-defense and just cause. Australia, 
second only to China, leads the way, first and second place in the race to be the most tyrannical in regards to Covidian oppression. On Friday, the global tennis star Novak Djokovic saw his visa suspended for a second time by the Australian government and was confined to a designated quarantine hotel that is famous for serving anti-vaxxers food with maggots and mold. Recently, he was deported from the country and banned for three years. Again, we are not alone. There are millions of people resisting this agenda, including some lawmakers and notable public figures. But the hardcore believers in the Great Reset among the elite ruling class are doubling down and suppressing news reports about the mass protests and about any science that disagrees with their agenda. It is not about COVID. It's about control. If you don't know that by now, you're being blinded by the God of this world. In closing, the physical world is not the beginning nor the end of our existence. The real choice is to receive the seal of God or the mark of the beast. Both are spiritual, with outward signs of their presence within and with on you. Those who are faithless, godless, amoral, rooted in this world, its limits, its grim nihilism and fatalism, cling hard to this and often find themselves caught in between after the last physical breath. The illusion is a test. In the name of Elijah, 7,000 Israelites refused to bow to Baal. Early Christians faced a choice between bowing down to Jupiter and the state gods or suffering imprisonment, torture, and cruel death. The ancient Cathars went to their deaths singing praises of joy for refusing to bend their knee to the Inquisition and the crusade against them. In every generation, in fact, there is a choice between going along to get along or resisting what is obviously wrong. I am fully convinced that we now face a great crucible of human history, perhaps the greatest one of all. Those who seek to save their lives will lose them, says the scriptures. Many are those who are being led astray, falling into the abyss of the second death without even realizing it. May God bless and keep you and deliver you from evil, from both the evil in heavenly places and the human puppets of that evil that run the world. Thank you for joining us tonight on the first Urian podcast. Some of the things you heard tonight will be discussed in greater length on other podcasts. In addition, we will be creating a podcast solely for the purpose of reading from the IA, the sacred text of Uranism. With that, I say good night and God bless you.